Yo, can you hear me? Is that you, Royce? Yeah, yeah. Okay, the fact that I just recognized the back of your head on your headband, I need a little credit for that. Yeah. Uh, you guys offensively, it was kind of a scuffle tonight. What allowed you to stay so engaged defensively? Uh, I mean, you know, we're missing shots. Uh, you know, we can't let that affect our, you know, defense. Um, you know, we have to lock in, you know, get stops when we need it. And once we got those stops, we converted on the other end. You come out, hit two threes right away to open the third quarter. Was something said at halftime? Did you guys see something, or did that just happen? Nah, that just happened. You know, they want me to shoot the ball, so I got to keep shooting. If Donovan passed me the ball more, you know, I could shoot more. I know. Hey, it's like the one night all year he's not doing the interview, so he's got to bother you in the interview. Right. right? Oh, here he goes. Everybody get dope. Yes, yeah, sir. What yes, is sir. It is good shot all over dope. What have the younger players brought to this team here recently? Uh, you know, I think there's uh, the competitiveness. Uh, you know, they're watching all the vets. Uh, you know, they know they following the game plan, know what you got to do to win the game. And then, you know, when they get the opportunity, taking advantage of it. How do you feel about where you guys are now, right now, than maybe you were January 1st before the struggle started? Hey, man, that month is over with. Uh, it's February, what, 12th, 13th? I don't even know. Uh, you know, we're not looking back, we're looking forward ahead. So we're just going, you know, think about this win and then focus on the next one. It's the 11th, my daughter will tell you because it's her birthday. Uh, yeah, I don't even. Hey, happy birthday to your daughter. <laughs> Royce, thank you very much. I'll give yep. her that, I'll gotcha. play her that sound bite. She'll be happy. Right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> so I wonder how you knew that. How what? How he knew that. Because I said it. Oh, did you? Yeah. I thought maybe he, uh, like, Followed me on Instagram. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Other people said they don't listen and all that kind of stuff, but they know everything you say, you know? No, but I'll let her. I'll let her know that Royce wished her happy birthday. And she's at the game tonight. She was. Tim Lacombe, Jake Scott, how are you? Good. Hey, happy birthday to your daughter, David. That's great. Oh, it's weird because she's not like seven anymore. It, what what what's the big number tonight? Seventeen. Oh, whoa! Hey, you guys, forgot you got a driver's license last year. Oh, man, seventeen. That's kind of a big one. I guess not quite as big as eighteen, but let's they get all, in there, buddy. They all, they all mean I'm old. That's all I know. Yes, you are. Thank oh, you. But uh, let's think continue. She's driven down the canyon that often, though. Yet yeah. has she? No, every day. Well, does she really? Wow. Every day. Thanks for bringing that up. Makes me really comfortable. <laughs> so let's talk about the jazz. Thought Royce's comments on the defense right there were pretty interesting. What was that, Jake? I don't know. Just the way that they're playing. It seems to have a different feel. I mean, you asked him a clunky offensive question. He went right to the defense, right? Well, I think I asked him with the offense clunky, how did you stay engaged defensively? So. It was a good answer. It was a good answer. Hey, I mean, I think that's it. They, they did, though. I mean, they haven't done that earlier this year. I'm not sure they always do that. Like, right. I, I could argue. Ron, I don't know. Would you argue that they don't win this game earlier this year? At home, I, I would argue if they would. Okay. Uh, well, and then it, it would be an argument there right, because they'd have to come up with why. Because we've lost to Houston same right. way. And, then, and that game just comes to mind strictly because Houston's in town on Monday night. You know, you know it, we talked about earlier this year, we talked about the fact that the Jazz were too often sh what I called shrinking the sample size. And so if, if, just to remind people what I meant by that, if you didn't hear it, was if you're playing your older brother in ping pong and he's way better than you, you don't want to play to 21. You want to play to, like, five because that's your chance to win, right? He makes a few mistakes. You make a few good shots, and you win 5-4. But the more points you play, if they're way better than you, you, don't win, you, you have less chance to beat your older brother in ping pong. 
The Jazz were the older brother. They're the better team almost every night they walk into this building. But what they were doing early in the season is they were letting, like, just kind of hanging around, not putting their stamp on a game, and we're getting down to three, four minutes, and suddenly we're basically playing our brother for ping pong for five. And then Devontae Graham hits a shot, and three other guys. Tonight they did the opposite. Like, it was close going in the fourth quarter, and they came out right away and then just stomped on him and said, okay, that's a 32-16 run. We're going to just take this game from you. And I, you know, just obviously thinking the way Quinn thinks, he, he's hoping they can get to the point where they can do that way earlier, you know, where they, they start the game great. Uh, they started tonight uh, way better than they did the other night. But, you know, it's just that's, that consistency thing. It's why you keep doing it. You, you never master that. It's just a matter of trying to figure out a way to improve it all the time. Only got a fourth quarter. Ron is taking his headset off. All right, I'll let you guys go. All right. Thank you, David. See ya. See ya. 114-99 is your final Jazz win. We're breaking it down next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show. Jazz Radio Network. The Jazz have now won five consecutive games after beating the Magic tonight. 114-99. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe with you. And uh, let, let's start right here, Coach Lacombe. That Rostradamus knows what he is doing. Uh, the Jazz have a big fourth quarter and get to 111, uh, 111 or more points in the game, of course, finishing the game with uh, with 114. And now you move to a cool 27-5 and five on the season. Rostradamus <laughs> strikes again. Felt it, like it was a good place to start tonight. That was a good place. I do feel good about that. That is... You know, few accomplishments. I won the C flight of my country club championship. Um, never won a spelling bee. Was always the last one to get times tables. So, yeah, I'll take any little award I can get. Did not look like they were going to get there, and they did. This season, when the Utah Jazz score 111 or more points in a game, Jazz app users score a free Arby's Classic Roast Beef Sandwich the very next day. Download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notifications, and visit utahjazz.com slash score big to learn more and coach uh, this wasn't the prettiest game the jazz have played in kind of their recent stretch but it was gritty they played good defense and uh, the game eventually came around their way in the third and fourth quarter and and what i liked about it i think david alluded to this you know earlier in the season they had a hard time turning games when they went like this um i really liked the focus coming out of halftime you know we've seen that through the years with coach snyder's teams they do a good job of coming out and executing uh, or, or kind of reinforcing the game plan or things that they, the coaching coaches are seeing. But they come out and score 33 in the third and 37 in the fourth and end up pulling away and winning the game, you know, by a good margin. So uh, certainly wasn't pretty all the way through. And, yeah, I was doubting 111 when they were at 44 for half an hour. Um, but they found a way there. And I, and I think that's a big piece of this is figuring out how to – Kind of turned the mojo of a game, and, and they definitely did that tonight. Donovan led the way with 24 points on 6 of 19, shooting 3 of 11 from 3. He also grabbed 7 rebounds. What a game tonight from Hassan Whiteside. In 27 minutes, he had 15 points, 18 rebounds, and 2 block shots. Uh, just a monster tonight. Jordan Clarkson with 18 coming in off the bench. Royce O'Neal, 14 points on 4 of 5, shooting from 3, 5 of 6 from the field. And uh, Doak. Double digits for Doak, uh, 12 points on six of six shooting and seven boards. And I'll tell you what, we were we were kind of joking uh, about this as we were watching it. But I'll tell you what, if Doak has a full head of steam and he's coming at you, 
Who's getting in the way of that guy? Not I. No, I don't think anybody. I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, he can, he's got a lot of momentum going. Let's put it that way. And it was exciting. You know, he was in there when the Jazz kind of turned that thing or when they opened it up. And it was a couple of lob plays to him. It, it's a it's a very, very great weapon to have. It, a la Rudy Gobert. I mean, teams completely changed the way they guarded the Jazz because Rudy made so much hay on those lobs. So it's awesome to see them get those lobs. It's, it's great to have kind of a signature for Doak, but most importantly, to, to have that kind of play between he going six for six from the field. Uh, and then Whiteside, I thought, was great for the second night in a row. thought he played really inspired block shots, you know, uh, did all sorts of things to enforce. And, and I like the way the Jazz Bigs played tonight. Uh, Jazz win, 114-99 to 99 for uh, for the Magic. They just had a tough time uh, getting stuff going there uh, in the second half. They had a nice third quarter but came back down to earth in the fourth. Wendell Carter Jr. led the way for them with 22 points. Uh, Cole Anthony had 18. Mo Bamba. He was a fun player to watch. He had 16 points, eight boards, and uh, a couple of block shots tonight. But the Jazz get to win 114 299 over the Orlando Magic. With that, we will say goodnight to our network stations. Our next broadcast is coming your way Monday night. The Houston Rockets will be in town. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock. For those of you sticking around with us, we've got post game sound from Coach Snyder and the players as well, straight ahead, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. The clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Post Game Show. Ingles underhand scoop to Conley. Back out to Joe. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim LaCole. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show, Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott coach Tim Lacombe. Post Game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. The Jazz have won their fifth consecutive game. They beat the Magic tonight, 114-99. The defense, I have a feeling, is going to be the story tonight, Coach. Uh, the Jazz playing hard, and, um, you know, that's a good thing. Rudy participated in Rudy Gobert, that is participated in shoot around today, but obviously not quite ready to come back. And uh, the more the Jazz performed defensively without Rudy on the floor, the more I think it's going to be better for them in the long run. What I noticed tonight defensively with the Jazz, just way more active with their hands. Um, Fifteen steals by the Jazz tonight. Season high. Yeah, season high, and it was really you know if you think about the way they got those steals, pretty aggressive, um, digging out of the post, and then. As balls were thrown around, they just did a nice job of getting a piece of it and deflecting it and, and teammate getting it. So, uh, you know, another another great kind of advance for the Jazz tonight to have that many steals on a night where they had a hard time, you know, scoring the basketball early, you know, gave them more opportunities to get out in the open floor. So uh, credit the Jazz with, with a really, really good focus that way and, and really kind of changing the game that way. All right, let's get to the coach. It's time to get the postgame sound rolling. Let's go down to the media room and hear from Jazz head coach Gwen Snyder. With the uh, struggling at least to make shots, yeah. Um, what did you think about the defensive effort? That that's it was really good, you know. And we've talked about that before as a team. You know, you guys have mentioned it here. And two, I don't three for twenty or something. I don't, it wasn't good, as you said, but to be up five at halftime, 
Um, you know, we were really competing. We were coming up with 50-50 balls. Um, there was a couple times they got us in transition. Some of that's just because, you know, Suggs, he pushes the ball so quickly. Um, you've really got to be alert. But, um, you know, to shoot like that, um, you know, and not be down is, 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 says a lot about how our guys were competing defensively. What do you see from Sean Whiteside? Actually, let me ask you about Whiteside and Yeah. Well, you know, we're going to need everybody, you know, and that that's kind of what I've been trying to say, and maybe I haven't articulated it really well. And we don't know, you know, when you're going to need a certain guy. Um, obviously, we've needed both those guys in, in Rudy's absence. Um, and we got a lot of guys that have worked and competed um, and have, you know, played well, but played well in the sense that they're they're helping us win games. You know, it's more than making a bucket. Um, you know, and Doak got out of his roles quick. JC found him on a couple lobs late. Um, you know, Hassan, obviously, the, the, you look at the stat sheet and that tells you how he rebounded. Um, but, you know, I, I think they're different players. Um, but I think that they're, they're helping each other. You know, sometimes when one guy's doing something a certain way, it's, it's helped Hassan get up more on the ball and he's still able to get back. And, um, you know, Rudy's got to come back and, and do, do the same thing and raise his level. Cause I think, um, the way that got those guys are playing, you know, they're really focused on executing the game plan. Um, you know, one, like, I don't know how to, how to describe it, but like a bright moment, um, and it's not just because it was a song, but it's, it's, you know, anytime you have a player that, that's asked to been taken out of the game, you know, that, that wants to play, um, that tells you how hard he's working. And that, that happened tonight with a song. And then, you know, what Doak was coming in and he's ready to go. And that, that mentality really um, for our team, if we can develop, you know, that kind of wrestling mentality when, you know, tag team wrestling someone comes up and the other guy tags him and you go to you go to work i mean that that's you know that's another level i think of connectedness on a team and we've got some guys that um that are deserving of minutes that, that, that are capable of doing that and when that does happen you know the whole really grows from the sum of the parts and it's good to see we talked on when they kind of uh in terms of recovering well, situation, getting Donovan in the passing lane. What are some of the things that guys are doing just in terms of like simple people's Yeah, I mean, Don, Donovan's, I think Donovan, in the games that he was out, sometimes when you, I mean, it happened to me to a certain degree, um, where, you know, you, you, you're able to see things um, when you're watching the flow of the game real time. And I think one of the things that, um, that really sunk in with him is that, you know, not that he wasn't like, he cares about defending, you know, but you start seeing situations where, Hey, I can do that. You know, I can do that. Um, you know, he's told me, he said, yeah, coach, I want to try to, you know, impact every play defensively, whatever that is. And something as simple as being shifted. But as you mentioned, deflections, high hands, um, getting blockouts, um, you know, and that, that's been the case with, you know, a lot of our guys. But for him, I know um, that it's been something that, that he's been focused on. 
All right, there you go. Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder covering a number of things, but uh, nice compliments to the tag team duo of Doak and Whiteside, who certainly made a big difference tonight. They really did. You know, it was the force that, that I thought Hassan brought into the game when he checked in, you know, just got brought a little bit of extra. Um, and, and again, he's been that way the last couple of nights, so really nice to see Hassan playing well. And then Doak's just a great story uh, all the way around. You know, he he's come into games and maybe not had an impact in a stretch, but, you know, late in that game came in and was was dominant, really. Um, and like Quinn said, being able to get those lobs at the rim, it's great again. Um, but for him to have in 21 minutes, have 12 points and seven rebounds, six of those defensive, which, you know, we've talked about that, that being a little bit of a struggle at times. You know, that's a really great game for Doak. Mentioned, too, that when Rudy gets back, if those two are playing hard, my push Rudy a little bit, too. Yeah, it's great. And, and if nothing else, right, it, it this team has been so Rudy dependent and they're finding ways to win games without him. But he also has quite a support system there, you know, pl- with the other big guys now that are definitely tested through, you know, NBA games. And if Hassan can, you know, and you look at him 27 minutes, he's obviously more comfortable coming in off the bench. But when he has that juice to his game, he's something again, Whiteside. And we'll do the master of the glass right here. Um, uh, brought to you by our friends at Safe Light Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball. Proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound Program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate $5 to a charitable organization for this year's team rebound leader. Hassan Whiteside, your Master of the Glass tonight with 18 rebounds, five of which were offensive to go along with his 15 points. On seven of nine shooting, he also added two block shots, and the Jazz out rebounded uh, the Magic tonight, fifty to forty, and eleven to nine on the offensive end. So doing, you know, we we've talked about this a bunch, but uh, you worry about uh, Rudy or the absence of Rudy and how the Jazz would rebound, and they rebounded well tonight. Yeah, and the the other good part is they were able to find their sh- their stroke from three. You know, there was no way they were going to shoot as poorly as they did that first half, but it was a nice balanced attack. That's what you like to see and. And not only balanced from a inside-outside perspective, but the Jazz did a, not, a lot of damage out in the open floor tonight. So um, just just fun to see kind of some of those developments. And like I said, the biggest part of this, the Jazz did a great job of turning the momentum. It's hard to do. Um, it's hard to do that. And when things aren't going well, I thought they regrouped at halftime and came out and played really hard. Yeah, they they certainly did. The Jazz win tonight 114-99, to coming up right around the corner. Uh, we'll get you some uh, player sound from the post game as well. Post game is brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign, featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruIs.com. Again, your final Jazz win over the Magic 114 to 99. We'll have more coming up next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Game night post game show, Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. It's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. 114 to 99 is your final. The Jazz beat the Orlando Magic tonight. Let's uh, check out your points in the paint. Brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1 800 Go Serta or visit certapro.com. That's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters. Proven and trusted experts 
in painting uh, tonight. Uh, points in the paint, coach, uh, fifty-two to forty-four. Jazz outscoring the Magic, which, uh, of course, fifty-two is a good number for the Jazz. But uh, Orlando was doing damage at the rim early. The Jazz kind of buttoned that up a little bit. Let's go down to the media room, and it's time to hear from Doke. I feel good, you know. Man, coming over at first, you know, I kind of had that little, you know, foul trouble earlier on, but. You know, my, my teammates, you know, they kept me composed. And then I just keep my head up and was like, you know, just stay focused on the game. I'm going to go back in. You know, I just kind of like just stayed positive. And, um, you know, I went back in and, you know, my teammates, you know, they, you know, they trust, they trust in me, you know, they made a couple of great passes to me. And, you know, and then we got a W. So it was nice to, you know, have a win like this, even though it's something, it's not that pretty, but it was, it was a great win for us. You mentioned before that guys like Don and Mike really are helping you with your confidence over the last few weeks. In what way? What are they doing? Man, just having like vets, like, because not all vets do that. Like, you know, you I, I, I watch TV, sometimes I watch games, and it's like vets that just like, you know, just be aggressive and yell at the, you know, the guys, and you know, but they come up to me, you know, they speak to me like, yeah, this is what you got to do in, a, in an understanding way. And, you know, sometimes when I'm a little down, maybe pick up two fouls, whatever, you know, Don over there or Mike, you know, they come up to me and encourage me. You know, it goes a long way. You know, like after the game today, I kind of went over to them and was like, yeah, I really appreciate it. Like, you know, the, you know, the confidence, you know, just because this is their team, it's Don's team, it's my team. And for them to have that confidence in me uh, really make me do, do what I do, really make me go out there and, you know, fight for the team, really make me go out there and, you know, help out the team a lot. So, yeah. When we're saying that with Rudy out, you and Desan have become kind of a nice little bad team. One guy going out there playing hard, getting tired. The other one then coming in and replacing doing the same thing. Um, how has your relationship kind of evolved with Desan? What does he mean to you in terms of the progress you've been making? Um, I mean, me and Desan have been cool. Like, we always, like, we're cool and stuff. So, I mean... Pretty sure you understand. Like we, right now we kind of rotate. You know, I come in, then Hassan goes in, and he he does his part. So for us, it's like yeah, we understand. Like you know, the most important thing in this thing is winning, and you know we're gonna do whatever, you know, whatever sacrifice we have to make to win. And um, I understand that, and he also he understand that. So um, our relationship is great. So yeah. What were you kind of feeling after those back-to-back outings from JC? Um, that was, I was, I was like, you know, hyped up, you know, <laughs> because uh, I didn't, I don't, I didn't think JC was gonna pass the ball because he, you know, JC, he wanted to like, you know, shoot the ball a lot, so, <laughs> so but like, you know, just him passing the ball and all that stuff, you know, he just kind of got the crowd uh, hyped up and you know my teammate hyped up and you know it, it kind of helped our confidence, you know, because I think the first few quarters, first few quarters, it was kind of like a dog game, it was going through the motion, I think. But, you know, after that, I feel like after that, that fourth quarter, you know, when he made that couple of plays, you know, it kind of gave our team that boost, that confidence uh, to, to move forward. So, yeah. This is silly, but like at the end of the game, I think the cameras kind of caught Trapworth hitting you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it did? Yeah. <laughs> what, what happened on that? Because, like, it was, I mean, everyone was laughing, right? Not, but... I mean, no, Trent, Trent, me and Trent, you know, we, we are real friends, cool friends. We've been known each other since, since high school. So, you know, it's just like, we just mess around with each other sometimes, you know, just, you know, it's basketball. So it's, it's really nice and attached to the energy. Um, 
No, I just everyone, it was clearly funny. Oh, yeah. Um, now, you know, Rudy coming back soon, you know, honestly, some of those minutes are probably his. How do you kind of approach that now that maybe you won't be a starter? Um, yeah, I'm just, I just gotta keep my head up, you know, control what I have to control, you know, just keep working, keep working hard. Um, I feel like, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm, I feel like I can really, I can play in this league, you know, with what I, with my abilities and, you know, what I bring to the table. Um, and I just feel like this past few games, you know, I've been able to like show, I mean, not all, but, you know, a couple of things that I can really, you know, bring to the table to make to make the team win. And for me, it's just being, just staying confident in myself, in my ability, and uh, just keep working. And like I said, you know, just control what I can control and, and just leave the rest to God. Yeah. How difficult is it sort of figuring out where guys like a screen set? Man, I'm not <laughs> going to lie, it is difficult. Like, because, you know, JC, I, I remember when I started, my first game when I played, you know, I set the screen this way and JC was like, no, no, set it this way. I'm like, it's a screen in my head. I'm like, oh, it's a screen, you know? But like, you know, it takes time. It takes, you know, just practically just being out there with the guys, you know, going through plays with them. And, you know, Mike like his, you know, screen set a certain way. You know, Boyan like his screen, like, okay, this, this is the ball back to him, you know, like, you know, but everybody have their own way. So for me, like, you know, when I, started like playing more, you know, I kind of like, I told Sanjay, one of the computer guys, I was like, yo, like, just give me a playbook, the playbook, you know, all the videos of the guys. And I kind of like just studied, you know, how, you know, they like that screen and uh, how they want their, the, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like just placement and everything. And, you know, I feel like, you know, I kind of have to learn that because, you know, that helps the game, that helps us, you know, move forward. So it, it took, so it took a while, but, for me, you know, I just kind of took it to myself and just studied the playbook and, uh, and, and watched a lot of films, and it kind of helped me up too. Thank you, guys. There, there you go. That's uh, Dok Udoka Azubuki. Um, interesting there at the end talking about the details, the little details. We've heard Coach Schneider and uh, who was the player we heard talking about that the other night? Maybe it was Donovan talked about how that's really where uh, Doke has made strides in his understanding of of the game and where to be and what to do. And it's interesting, you know, his perspective that, you know, a screen was a screen to him. And you, you learn really quickly that you know, you're, you're out there setting screens and guys utilize them differently. And you've got to do a good job like he did. Um, you know, he went the extra mile and kind of made his own little playbook of how guys did it and would drill it. Um, that's how you get better. I, I, I just love his story. You know, it, it was against all odds even to get here and play in the United States. Uh, and then gets here and obviously has a great college career. And then, you know, about everything that could have gone wrong went wrong uh, with his first year in the NBA. But I just love how he shows up every day, keeps fighting, gets, you know, some improvement. And uh, he, he was definitely, uh, I thought he turned to, to tables tonight. I think he did a good job with his momentum. Those little details and screens and things like that are what uh, makes Rudy so good, you know? And it's it seems like Doke is, I mean, uh, development has been in the news a lot this week, right? And, and the Jazz having confidence in, in their ability to develop players. Well, you know, look at the the young players. I mean, Trent Forrest's shooting percentage wasn't quite as good tonight, but he still had a good night. Uh, Forrest in 24 minutes had nine points, three assists, three steals. I mean, these players are, are really developing and listening to coaches and, and able to make an impact. Yeah, and, you know, there's your answer. Forrest, Trent Forrest gets 24 you know, those are the minutes that Joe probably gets. Um, 
And and I really liked what he did with those minutes. You know, he had three assists. He had three steals. You know, so he's impacting the game on both ends of the floor. And then, to your point, three for eight from the field, nine points, and a plus 11 while he's on the floor. So we're seeing that that trend of development, young players getting some confidence. Um, you know, I thought Pascal was good in his minutes out there tonight. So uh, it, it's nice to see, like we talked about in the pregame, a little deeper team, uh, a little bit more on the bench than we thought. Trent Forrest didn't finish as well tonight, but he still did a nice job getting to the rim and and beating his guy and, and getting the blender going a little bit. He just didn't quite finish as well as he's finished the last couple of nights. But we're seeing these these young players come in and and continue to to make an impact. And uh, the Jazz are going to need that. And and tonight the the top guys for the Jazz. I mean, you look at the scores available. Donovan Mitchell led the team with twenty four points, but six of nineteen shooting. Not a real efficient night. Mike Conley, 3 of 10. Bogdanovich, 2 for 12. So those three did not shoot the ball particularly well, and the Jazz still come away with a 15-point win. I mean, overcoming adversity, learning to grit out games is something this team wasn't doing two, three weeks ago. So I I do think that that's a good sign. And really to have two guys, those two big guys we talked about, really be the X factor. You know, 6 for 6 for Doak, 7 for 9 for Hassan, kind of owned the paint and did a great job of protecting the rim. So you really got to you got to say that way the Jazz shot the ball tonight. Those bigs really did kind of save the day. I uh, want to remind you about the Utah Jazz Most Valuable Educators Program presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will receive visit from Jazz Bear, $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey, tickets to see a Jazz game in a suite. Go to utahjazz.com, or excuse me, go to nba.com slash jazz slash MVE to nominate your favorite educator now. Uh, the Jazz finished the game, Coach, with uh, 15 turnovers, but considering they had, what, 11 at half? That's uh, that's a number you can live with a little bit more. And when you uh, cause Orlando to turn the ball over 18 times, that certainly helps. Yeah, that, that's just, like you said, that's something that hasn't happened a lot this year. Um, you know, the Jazz got uh, 24 points off those turnovers. So just a great job um, by the Jazz at pushing that basketball, getting out, being able to, to create turnovers and, and go make them pay. And it did feel like the pace, uh, maybe it was kind of more of a first-half thing even, but the, it felt like the pace was increased and the Jazz were making that outlet pass and getting it going down the other direction. Yeah, they, they seemed like that to me too. I thought there was an emphasis on pushing it. Um, you know, Rudy getting uh, close to getting back. I mean, it's just great to have three bigs that can run the floor the way the three the, these three guys can. And, um, you know, that's a big part of being able to run it. And then the guards just have to advance that ball with the pass. Uh, Jazz led again tonight by Donovan Mitchell's 24 points on six of 19 shooting. But Jordan Clarkson with 18, six of 13 shooting from Clarkson, one for six from three. And Clarkson uh, didn't have the three ball going, but still found a way to be effective. And I think he's starting to play a little bit better as well. It seems like his, you know, there's way less of those just head scratching shots. I think he's. You know, he, he went through a period early in the year where he kind of really reigned in his shot selection. And I thought tonight, again, he's close to, to 50% from the field, does not hit that from three, but you're going to live with him from three, the shots he takes and, and the ability to kind of get hot. But I just like how he's taking some shots out of his game and he's doing a better job of just making the shots um, that he gets, you know, shots that he can make. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. In fact, put a put a pin in that for just one second. Let's go back down to the media room and hear from Jordan Clarkson. Alec Burks. Oh, damn, I just snitched. 
Nah, that's my boy, but yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like went to the lane early in like, I think it was like first, second quarter, elbow me. And then like, I ended up leaving like second quarter when I got subbed down, just walked in the back and just started like fighter uh, rubbing my eye with ice so it didn't swell up. And I woke up the next morning and I thought something was in my eye. So I kept like rubbing it, rubbing it, and I finally woke up. Shiner. <laughs> How good does it feel to still be on the team? I, I don't know how worried you were about it, but the after the trade deadline, you're still here. So oh, I mean, it feels good. I mean, it's part of the business. You know what it is. Uh, I mean, like I, I think I said before, I've been traded twice. Yeah, twice. Um, you know, trade deadline is no different than it's been for me each time. I know uh, what I bring to a team and, you know, my impact and everything. But it's definitely good to, you know, be here. And still, still roll. And then finally, we can play some basketball and get all that trade line out the way. <laughs> we were asking uh, so what your reaction was when you know you threw the feet off in a row. He said that uh, he was surprised. He was hyped, but he was surprised because everyone knows that you like to shoot the ball. Well, look, look. Actually, me and Dope got a. Uh, the thing I was uh I told him beginning of the year I think he played like early I said man if you uh if you go out there and score ten I'll buy you a Louis bag <clears throat> and then he said uh, he did it the, the first time he went out there scored ten and he tapped me he said yo JC I scored ten you still remember that bag and I'm like you know what I got you then he did it again then he did it again and now I shouldn't have passed him the ball it was two. So he had eight, and I gave him the two assists, and I'm just like, all right, now it's a little bit. Uh, now I might have to get him a little go yard or something, some more uh, luxurious. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't gonna get him. Now. I'm gonna get him something special, so something he can uh, stunt get some ladies with. <laughs> what have you seen from him lately, just in terms of the progress he's been making? Um. I think uh, for him, I think he's just starting to think the game a little bit more. Uh, he's starting to see plays, and then he's starting to see tendencies of us. Uh, when I tell him I'm coming down the transition and move to the ISO, he's like initially running into the screen, and he sees me and then pushes. He immediately just is taking off, like, down to the baseline. And, um, you know, you could tell he's been watching and, and learning and, and – um, Picking up everything, um, he knows how to space the floor. He knows that when we get in the paint, you know we're looking for the that pass, the lob pass, and um, he has bounce every time he's going up to catch the oop. He's elbows over the rim and finishing. So, uh, you know, it's just been a great sign for Doke and and Trent, and that goes for uh, you know our player development here. Uh, our coaching staff that spent all that time with them in the morning, watching film with them. Uh, both of those guys, well, all our young guys, really, Jared Butler, too. Uh, everybody's trying to learn and uh, want to make an impact on the floor when they get in there and have the opportunity to play.
There you go. That is Jordan Clarkson. And uh, Jordan tonight was very good coming in off the bench. 18 points, 6 of 13 shooting, 4 rebounds, a couple of assists. Hilarious talking about Doak, where he apparently had a deal to buy him a Louis bag. If he got to 10, now he's gotten to 10 a few times. Jordan's going to do something a little more special. Help him with the ladies. Well, I think the line was get him something nice. So he helping with the ladies so he can stunt and help with the ladies. <laughs> so awesome. I love, I love that. I love Jordan. Nothing Clarkson. like a great teammate. Oh, absolutely. All right, 114 to 99 is your final post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruis.com. More players sound coming up next. Stay tuned. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show, Jazz Radio Network post games brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. Jake Scott, coach Tim LaCombe with you. 114 to 99 is your final. The Jazz beat the Orlando Magic, their fifth consecutive win. Uh, let's get to the Chick fil A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick fil A. Earn wards with the Chick-fil-A one app. Tonight, the Jazz from the line, 21 of 24, 87.5%. The Magic, 12 of 16. Uh, Donovan, who led the game with uh, 24 points, did a lot of that damage at the line tonight, Coach. 9 of 10 from the charity stripe for Donovan Mitchell. And, you know, in a game where Donovan wasn't shooting particularly well, that's Always been something that I know the coaches have emphasized with him. Get get those freebies at the line. You know, you can still contribute if you're aggressive. And it's nice. You know, that was something we talked about probably a year and a half ago that he wasn't, he was not getting the, the calls he probably deserved. But it's nice to see those numbers creep up. Uh, both he and Rudy have done a great job this year at utilizing the line. And that just shows they're playing hard. They're playing downhill and they're trying to get to the rim and score. And uh, that's certainly what Donovan has been uh, trying to do since he's come back from that concussion. It seems like he's had a little bit of a refocus, I would say, about his own game. Now, he's still, of course, Donovan is going to get his shots up from three. And and as Locke talks about often, he's one of the best, certainly, catch-and-shoot three-point shooters uh, in the league. And uh, he still had 11 uh, attempts from three, and you certainly want to see that continue. But on nights when he's only making three of 11, get – Get that momentum, go to the line, and get the get the free ones. He would, Donovan tonight was a, a plus 21, a team-high plus 21, even though he only shot 6 of 19. And again, I liked where his mind was defensively. Um, you know, out in passing lanes, did a great job coming up with three steals. And, you know, his rotations have been better. Um, I, ju- I just like the way he's plugged in right now. I think um, it probably did him some good to to sit and watch. Again, not fun to go through in the in the in that time period, but... You see some of the value. So definitely great to see Donovan out there playing great, feeling confident, and most importantly, having fun. I think a step back might have been good for Donovan in a weird way. I'm sure everybody would rather him play, first of all, Donovan, who doesn't want to go through concussion symptoms, certainly. But maybe a little a little perspective, a little step back probably wasn't the worst thing in the world. January was just so weird. Circumstance. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it was all coming down on the jazz, and maybe a little bit for Donovan to – 
to kind of get a little focus and come back and and uh, is exactly what he needed. Yeah, and I think most importantly, you know, his his love of the game was always there. I just think these these seasons get so darn long, man. Yep. Um, you know, they're long for everybody involved. And so you're going to, just by human nature, lose a little bit of focus. But I love the way he's come back. He's played with a ton of aggression. And, you know, he's led his team. He's definitely been uh, a guy who's like, you know, I love what Azabuke said about the way that he and Conley have, have took him aside repeatedly and, and filled him full of confidence. That's what great teammates do. We probably haven't talked enough about Royce O'Neal tonight. Uh, Royce had 14 points. Five of six shooting, four of five from three. Also had five assists and four steals. Uh, Royce uh, really getting into the passing lanes, but uh, hit those big threes with confidence in the third quarter when the Jazz needed it uh, a little bit. Orlando kind of came out with a little purpose in the second half, and the Jazz needed to keep pace, and Royce banged down a couple of threes right in a row, which is uh, just what his team needed. And make you know, make no mistake, he's a big part of this thing. He, you know, in a playoff series where teams are going to key on Donovan, um, you know, they're going to throw extra people uh, at Rudy. You know, Royce is going to be the guy that's the recipient a lot of the time. And so you have some confidence. It's nice to see him knocking in some shots. Let's go back down to the media room. Time to hear from Donovan Mitchell. We talked about it. We talked about it last week. Uh, Joe, what's the movement? Like, it's like, give him a little bit of a shower on the court. Yeah. What can you say just about what he's been able to do in such a short period of time? It's just a testament to his work ethic, you know. Um, you know, there are times he messed up, like I said, but just bounce back, find a way to continue to fight and, and, and continue to just be aggressive in, in everything he did. And you know, he got mad at himself for certain fouls, but I'm like, bro, like it's gonna happen, you know. And, and, and we appreciated being aggressive fouls, you know, not really silly fouls except for one. I told him, you know, we can't have that and fixed it. But you know, just to see his progression day to day, it's. I'm really happy for him. Real proud of him. We all are. Um, and Hassan's playing out of his mind as well. You know, it's it's good to see that. But you know, we kind of knew that with Hassan. You know, though coming in, I really know if he's going to play tonight, if he's going to start. You know, if he wasn't going to be the rotation, like there's a, that's a lot to think about rolling into a game and to come out ready to go six for six, twelve and seven. You know, that's that's big time. He mentioned that you and Mike, especially, um, like exactly what you said, like he has a couple fouls and. Nobody's mad at him, but people are encouraging him and that he messes up. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think of yourself as like a veteran leader? It's weird, <laughs> kind of. Yes, because I've been in the system a lot. I think for for me, it's more so that than you know. And I said this when I first got here. You know, leadership isn't necessarily always about age. You know, I think a lot of it's about role and you know what you do. And you know, it's great that we have a lot of guys who are older but take on that leadership role. We have a lot of voices, which is great. You know, but for myself. I listen, but I also am able to, to to give out messages as well. And you know, for a guy like him to come in, and like I said, a lot of it, you know, not knowing the unknown. Am I gonna play? How much am I gonna play? Am I gonna get fouled? Like, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. And so for us, just continue to lift him up, you know. And there was a time today where I, I got on him, I was like, that's a stupid foul. The one where he grabbed him and laid it up, like, can't have those fouls. And that's a lazy foul, you know. And I just hold him accountable, but also knowing, because there's a lot, there's another level we can get to. We can get better and better, but, you know, in the time that he's been playing and doing his thing, his fits look really good. Obviously, how important Rudy is to the team. Which one? Rudy Gobert, sorry. Um, having him out, having Joke kind of take the step forward during time, having the on kind of ground back into form. But, 
tonight, you know, one guy going all out, questioning it, you know, questioning it right, and then the other guy yeah. doing the same thing. That's that just speaks to both of their energy levels continuing to rise and everybody getting better. You know, they're both getting better. And you know, we we didn't and I don't think we all we knew this is the dope we saw at Kansas. Um the song we've known we've seen it and he's done it. <clears throat> and you know, he's back to back games with 17 plus rebounds, plus 17 on the floor, impacting the game. Like that's huge for us, especially with Rudy Gobert out. And then you have Phil coming in with his minutes, you know, continuing to be a, a, a force. Uh, on both ends of the floor, sprinting down, running and being up on screens, both of them. Um, you know, Rudy's able to do that, you know, and he's he's one of the best at that. So to have two bigs, you know, who are his backups, you know, come out when he's not playing and be able to do that for us, that's that's big time. On the, in the third quarter, you guys were getting hurt by those kind of empty slides, pick and pops. Kind of cleaned it up in the fourth. What's the difference between defending that play well and defending that play well? Um, a lot of it is communication. You know, and, and, and when you get tired or fatigued, the first thing that stops is the communication is, is talking. Um, <clears throat> they missed some in the first quarter, first half, and then they're able to start knocking some down again to rhythm. Um, and that's going to happen over the course of the game. It's not always going to be perfect. And, you know, but for us, just continue to find ways to communicate through that fatigue, through those mistakes. Um, and bigs being up a little higher, guards getting locked a little bit better, fighting to get back in front so we don't have those situations. And, can, and then the fourth quarter came and we were able to, uh, Execute, you know, throughout the throughout the whole period, and you know, it's, it's, there's times it's gonna it's, it may go like this, but continuing to, to plug away and, and get back, get it back to where we were, especially in the first half. Uh, we played really solid defense, even though we, you know, didn't shoot well. Um, pretty much all of us um, didn't really shoot well, so uh, for us to guard that way, I think it's been great. Do players get tired through the trade deadline? Like just paying attention to everything, like. Yeah, I, I think there's a, there's a lot of there's a mental fatigue, uh, for sure. I think that's real. I think real and people that under, don't, how many people understand the mental fatigue that the NBA season has on you in general, uh, let alone when your name is in trade talks, when you don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow, you don't know what's going to happen. There's a lot of unknowns, you know, and, you know, I give a lot of guys on our team credit, you know, for keeping, and I've been saying this, keeping, you know, the main thing, the main thing, but it's tough, <laughs> you know, it's, it's life, you know, it's not even so much basketball at that point, you know, and the trade deadline seems like it's just so it's externally it just seems like it's just like, oh just place, replace, boom, this person there. But you gotta think about this. You gotta move, you got you got family, you got like there's so much that goes into being traded. There's so much that goes into like life the outside of basketball that, you know, it's it's it can be tough. You know, and you gotta give credit to everybody, you know, and throughout the league as well, but guys in our locker room like just keeping, you know, the main thing, the main thing because it can be tough. It it, it can be taxing. Uh, but we've been able to continue to build through it. And I think that's, now that it's over, you know, continue to build and build until the break and, and go from there. What's the key to kind of getting through and off shooting that as a team? Defense. Um, you look at the way, like, we, we guarded. Like, we, we did a really good job guarding. And, like, moving to Andy's question, like, we, we gave up a little bit. You know, they came back. We were up a lot. They came back, you know, but being able to stick with it and guard. Not letting our offense, you know, affect our defense. Even though it was a five-point game at half, it was only because we were turning the ball over, um, making silly passes. It wasn't because our half-court defense was bad. It wasn't because we were communicating, we were rebounding, we were executing, um, and be able to do that for the full 48 minutes, which I can say we have done for a very long time or for for the past few games. Um, I think that's something that just continues to travel. You know, we'll continue to travel even more so when Big Fella and and Elcho get back. Speaking of defense, when you mentioned that. During that stretch while you were out, you and he had a conversation where you felt like you maybe got a little extra perspective just from watching. Being, oh, Mike is doing this. During the game or from being out? Uh, while you were out. Okay. Yeah. 
noticing other things that guys are doing to have an impact on the defensive end and the coaches' elevation that there were more things that you could be doing. Do you recall that? And yeah. You know, what, what kind of sparked that and how are you putting that into that? Yeah, a lot of the times, you know, I'm a concussionist, Thomas. I told y'all you can't really do much, you know, but the times where I was able to watch film, like, you know, when I'm when the light isn't necessarily affecting me, I'm in there watching games, like watching power games, watching what's going on, why we're losing, why we're why we're winning, why what what guys are doing at Mike Conley, especially just he took his level up defensively. And I, I give him probably the most credit. You know, Royce has always been that way, but I give him the most credit because he just took another step. And for me, it was like, okay. How is he doing it? You know, is he putting himself in positions to succeed defensively, you know, not get beat? And, you know, so coming back, you know, I just just try to make a commitment to guarding him that way, you know, making it tougher on guys getting there, getting hits. And, you know, it's easy to it's gotta do this now because I'm fresh, fresher than, than pretty everybody else. But just continuing to, to do it throughout the year, um, putting myself in spots um, where I know where the, where the, the ball is coming, <clears throat> what plays are coming. Um, and, understanding players' tendencies. But when you're out, especially in that, like when I was able to watch TV and have watch a screen, I was, wasn't was even playing Xbox. So that, that says a lot about me. If I wasn't playing Xbox, I was, you know, trying to just find ways that when I, when I come back, like I'm going to be better at X, Y, and Z and just continuing to build upon it um, throughout the rest of the year. I asked Rudy this morning about, like, have you thought about the idea of playing an all-star game? Honestly, I, I haven't. I haven't even gotten to Cleveland yet, to be yeah. honest. Um, but you know, I, I've thought about it, and you know, it's it's it's. Uh, I'm interested to see how it sets up. You know, I'm interested to see where the stuff is at because I've been to to been to Austin Weekend every year, and it's like, okay, you know, you understand where things are at. So now I'm wondering, like, what's downtown going to be like? What's Park City going to be like? You know, am I staying at my house? Like, you know, what I mean, like, there's there's all those little things that come with it, and. I haven't thought too much about it just from because I've been locked locked in on this, but you know, it's 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 gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. And make the game, but you know, it's it's gonna be something where you know it's gonna be special. And Ryan, I know Ryan is, is all is all over <laughs> all over this for sure. So um, we haven't really Ryan, we really haven't really spoke about it, but it's it's gonna be something big for sure. There you go. That is Donovan Mitchell. Donovan tonight uh, led the way for the Jazz with 24.6 of 19 shooting, 3 of 11 from 3, 9 of 10 from the line, 7 boards, an assist, and 3 steals. I thought it was interesting. He was asked how you uh, best get through a kind of a clunky shooting night, and Donovan answered defense, which, of course, is what uh, I think everybody wants to hear. No, no doubt. I mean, that's the that's a great answer, and that's what they did tonight. You know, They really kind of ramped up the D uncharacteristically caused a bunch of turnovers and got more opportunity. I, I just like where his head's at. You know, he, he seems uh, like we talked about really locked in on the court, but uh, off the floor, you know, right now, particularly going into the break and everything, there could be a ton of distraction, but I just like he, he's with this team. You know, he's seeing the improvement, really appreciative of the young guys and what they're bringing and, and said, even there, he learned a bunch, you know, being able to watch. Um, so, uh, he, he's always putting things to to practice, and he's always trying to improve, and that's what I love about Donovan. Yeah, and the, and this team is winning without one of their their key players, obviously, in in Rudy Gobert, which was not something that was happening. I mean, Rudy's so key to everything the Jazz do, but I think it's definitely a good sign for the team as a whole that they're figuring out how to win without him. And you think when Rudy comes back, you just plug it in 
and you're ready to go. And then you've got depth at the big position, right? You start looking at, um, you know, Rudy's minutes. You start looking at the ability to utilize uh, Hassan and even Doak, you know, for fouls. You know, your favorite technique. You put the big guy in and rough him up a touch. Go give us six fouls, <laughs> Doak. See? He gave us five tonight. So, again, just a lot of advantage. And, you know, I, I it's funny. It would probably be uh, – it would be – We'd forget if we didn't say, you know, there were a lot of people that were really down on Doak, you know, thought that he should never be here in the first place in terms of the draft and, and everything like that. But I'll tell you what, he's he keeps making uh, believers out of people. And I love I just love listening to him talk. And I mean, he really thinks this game and he, he's certainly making huge strides. Well, I think he's got I mean, you heard it in his, his post game. We heard from him earlier in the in the post game show. He's got an attitude. It seems like his his heart is in the right place. He he certainly plays with a lot of effort. I think uh, as he's gotten into shape, uh, you've seen him contribute a little bit more. And I I mean not to come back to this because we've already talked about it, but he obviously shows uh, a willingness to learn and be coached. I mean those those are those are a big deal. I think when you're developing a young big, and you think about what you know. I'm I'm sitting here thinking about what made. Um, the, the Phoenix Suns kind of get to the point where, you know, last year they were able to get to the finals. And, and you look at veteran play and leadership and certainly, you know, the ability to take young guys under their under wings, you know, with Chris Paul and, and Aiton. And, but you also look at the, the fringe guys, the ancillary guys. Campaign was huge. Or uh, that's his name, right? Cameron Payne. Cameron yeah. Payne. Campaign, Cameron Payne was huge for them. And then, um, and obviously a guy like Bridges. So, you know, you see what, the Jazz have been lacking is just some consistency, you know, as, as a total body. But, man, like they have over the last couple of weeks realized there's there's a bunch on that bench they can utilize, you know, in a, in, in a strategic way. Campaign. I've never never thought about that. Yeah, campaign. <laughs> campaign. Feels, feels weird to say, but no, Cameron Payne. I, he should you, run for governor. There. Yeah, you're, you're on the right track. The uh, real campaign. <laughs> the right track. Uh, 114 to 99 is your final coming up right around the corner. We'll get coach Lacombe's final thoughts on this one as the jazz beat the Orlando magic tonight. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the my Subaru is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. My Subaru is.com wrapping it up next on the jazz radio campaign. Attacking Wagner, left hand, Euro step off, balance finish. Royce O'Neal, oh, he's looking at that left hand like it's a gift from God. That's our guy, David Locke. It's your play of the game, brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service sales and selection, lhmauto.com. Driven by you. Jazz game night, post game show. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Jazz beat the Magic tonight, 114. To 99 post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Not Cameron Payne, but campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Tonight, the Jazz uh, were led by Donovan Mitchell's 24.6 of 19 shooting for Donovan, 3 of 11 from 3, 9 of 10 from the line. He had seven boards an assist, and three steals. Jordan Clarkson with 18 coming in off the bench. How about Hassan Whiteside? 15 points tonight, 18 rebounds, two block shots for Hassan. He was terrific. Royce O'Neal with 14. 
Uh, tonight, he also had five assists and four steals. Strange. Royce didn't have a rebound tonight. I mean, there's not a whole lot of games we say that about Royce. Uh, and Doak, 12 points for Doak. He also uh, grabbed uh, seven boards. Mike Conley tonight struggled shooting the ball. Uh, he had eight points on three of ten shooting, two of six from three. He did add uh, five assists and three rebounds. And then Bogdanovich struggled shooting again. Two of 12 from the field, one of eight from three. He had seven total points, seven boards, and three assists. Uh, we saw Hassan through the throw the, I don't know what you want to call that, a brace, a splint on his injured finger on his left hand. We saw them him throw that over to the scorer's table again. I, I think that might be bugging him more than maybe we know. There's no doubt. Uh, I think that that Bojan's definitely playing through a ton of pain. Um, not campaign, just regular just pain, pain. pain. Yeah, he's playing through a bunch of pain right now, and, and you know it, it disrupts your ability to shoot the ball. You don't ever catch it and feel that comfortable. Um, and certainly the you know that left hand plays an important role in all of that. So definitely something to continue to watch. But I remember when his wrist was bothering. You know, and he really struggled during that time. Yeah, last year. Uh, so I love the fact that he's out there gutting it out, but there's no doubt that there's there's got to be a major impact with that finger. Again, a big stat tonight for the Jazz. 15 steals, a, a season high. Trent Forrest had three of those. Clarkson had two. Donovan Mitchell had three. And Royce had four. So getting into passing lanes and being disruptive. Jazz have five more possessions total tonight. And, you know, those are just little chess games you play. But I love, I love that... Uh, that, that energy and activity, those active hands, deflections, uh, being able to turn defense into offense. For Orlando, Wendell Carter Jr. had another nice night against the Jazz. He played well against them back in November, too. 22 points for him, nine rebounds. Uh, let's see, Cole Anthony had 18, six boards, and uh, and five assists. Mo Bamba was 16-8. and eight. I like Cole Anthony. This is his second pretty good game against the Jazz as well. He did have seven turnovers, so <clears throat> that's a little rough. But uh, he's a good player. Yeah, and for, you know, a little guy, a smaller guy, gets gets a lot of, you know, big guy numbers. Had six rebounds, throws himself around. Did have seven, uh, seven turnovers, but still five assists. So he, he's got a lot to do with uh, what's going out there on the floor. And, again, I a guy I didn't think would have as much of a uh, an impact in the NBA, and he's doing a nice job of having one. Our guy Jalen Suggs might have a ways to go. Yeah, I appreciate you reminding me that he was the pick of the litter that I had said. Hey, that. you, you got to keep me humble. You though. know what? He well, first of all, West Coast Conference guy. You, yeah, you, you got to rap. You, yeah, exactly. Um, but hey, rookies in the NBA, you, you never know. Rookie years are are really tough, and you adjust to the game. And I expect um, we talked about his shooting numbers before the show. His his shooting is going to get better. He's zero for three from three tonight, so he's worse than twenty four now. E. That's it'll get better. I still think that's a good pick. I hope so. You know what? Orlando is one of those uh, one of those franchises that at least I do. I I kind of root for them to get up off the mat a little bit. Another small small market team, a team with some success in their past, but you know landed those top draft picks, and uh, I I kind of hope they they turn it around a little bit. Maybe ownership uh, isn't isn't all that terrific there in Orlando, but this is a franchise that's been struggling for a while now. I liked Mo Bamba tonight. I thought he was good. He's fun to watch. Made uh, a couple of threes, you know, has the ability to step out. Um, and 16 points, eight rebounds, four offensive. Um, yeah, he's a fun guy. And then Wendell, uh, Wendell Carter Jr. plays really hard. I think that's probably a theme of this whole team, though. They do. They play really hard. It might be the hardest playing 13-win team I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, Locke was talking about it 
nine of their 13 wins have come against playoff teams. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, 13 is not a lot, but they've played well at times. And they're just dangerous enough. You know, they play hard and they're just dangerous. They have a couple guys, if they got hot, make shots, they can get beat. All right, Coach Lacombe, let's get some final thoughts from you on this one. I just love the trend. Uh, I love, you know, the guys, as you said, I think one of the very first times when Donovan came back, it looked like the guys were having a lot of fun. Uh, I think that continues. It's fun to win. Really, It's hard to lose, but I, I think the Jazz lost games, but definitely learned some lessons. Uh, both the guys themselves and the staff. You know, I think uh, this team is a little deeper than we thought. And um, it's nice to see, you know, guys going out there. Again, you mentioned Royce O'Neal, but just going out and doing their job. You know, got open shots, knocked them in. Uh, it, it takes a ton of pressure off everybody else. A game the Jazz, you know, had to fight uh, and, and turn the momentum. I thought that was a big part of the game. But nice win by the Jazz being able to pull away late. Want to say a big thanks to everybody who had a role in the broadcast tonight. Of course, David Locke and Ron Boone. Uh, they always do terrific work, those two. Thanks to the broadcast assistants that helped out tonight. Thanks to Jeff Carroll, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Uh, thanks to Mark Miller Subaru, title sponsor of the postgame show. The My Subaru is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. My Subaru is... Dot com. Uh, up next, the Utah Jazz, are, our next broadcast, will be on Monday night. Uh, the Rockets will be in town. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at 6. Coach Lacombe, thank you, sir. As always, a lot of fun. And in the eloquent words of Gordon Chiesa, peace out. 114-99 to Jazz win over the Orlando Magic. And, of course, you heard it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.